Many of you have asked for it, and so I spent some of my paternity leave creating it, an introductory stoicism course. The best part? I've launched it using Gumroad's pay-what-you-want model. So if you want to pay $0, you can get the course for free. That's right, free. Learn more and enroll in the course by going to understandingstoicism.com. That's understandingstoicism.com. I have used a lot of commerce platforms in the past. By far, the most robust is Shopify. No matter how complex your business needs and no matter how large your business grows, Shopify can handle it. And they do handle it for brands like Rothy's, Ruggable, Allbirds, Knox, Magnolia, Brooklinen, Glossier, and Cotton, to name a few. You may already use another e-commerce platform, and you may be super unhappy with it, but you've already put a lot of work into it, and migrating to Shopify could seem impossible. But I'm here to tell you that it is quite easy. When I migrated to Shopify back in 2022, their apps and tools meant I just had to make a few clicks and everything was ported over as if by magic. Shopify also lets you design your storefront however you like, which, from personal experience, I know isn't the case for many other commerce platforms out there. All these features and all this control can result in more sales more often. So stop leaving sales on the table, switch your business to Shopify today, and discover why millions trust Shopify as their all-in-one commerce platform to build, grow, and run their businesses. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial at shopify.com forward slash practical, all lowercase. That's one month for just $1 at shopify.com forward slash practical, shopify.com forward slash practical. Hello and welcome back to Practical Stoicism. I am your host, Tanner Campbell, and in today's episode, we're going to be going over the third meditation of book two. But before we do, friendly reminder, as always, please consider supporting this podcast and getting rid of ads and helping me to continue the project and turn it into, you know, fingers crossed, a full-time gig at some point in my life by going to stoicism.supercast.com and becoming a subscriber to the premium feed. It gets rid of ads, it gets rid of these kind of preamble sections and just gets straight to the point. There's a link in the show notes, and again, it is stoicism.supercast.com. You can also go to stoicismpod.com, if I haven't mentioned it before, and find a number of articles and, of course, other things having to do with stoicism, as well as a link to become a premium subscriber up in the top right-hand corner of that website. Again, it's stoicismpod.com. With that, let's get into today's meditation, which is, again, the third from Book 2, which reads as follows. All that is from the gods is full of providence. That which is from fortune is not separated from nature or without an interweaving and involution with the things which are ordered by providence. From thence all things flow, and there is besides necessity, and that which is for the advantage of the whole universe, of which thou art a part. But that is good for every part of nature, which the nature of the whole brings, and what serves to maintain this nature. The universe is preserved as by the changes of the elements, so by the changes of things compounded of the elements. Let these principles be enough for thee. Let them always be fixed opinions. But cast away your thirst after books, that thou mayest not die murmuring, but cheerfully, truly, and from thy heart thankful to the gods. The Stoics were not atheists, but they were an odd form of non-atheist in that they did not, with the sole exception, I believe, of Epictetus, believe in a personal God. 
Terms like God or the gods were more so metaphors for those things which are outside of human control. The weather, the stars, chance, and fortune. To the Stoics, the weather was the will of the gods, and anything which was the will of the gods was in alignment with that which was natural. And if it was natural, it was providential. The Stoics firmly believed that the order of the cosmos and of the more proximal natural world in which they lived however that order naturally occurred, was the purest form of existence and order. If there was a storm, this was the will of the natural world. Therefore, it was the will of the gods, and therefore it was providential. A good Stoic is meant to understand what is out of his or her control, and learns to remove emotional judgment about those things from their thinking, and, and this is important, comes to accept those outcomes which are the results of the naturally occurring phenomena of nature. Nowhere is this more clear than in one of Marcus's most well-known quotes. Everything suits me that suits your designs, O my universe. Nothing is too early or too late for me that is in your own good time. All is fruit for me that your seasons bring, O nature. All proceeds from you. All subsists in you. And to you, all things return. Let's look at the second key part of this meditation. Now the universe is preserved, as by the changes of the elements, so by the changes of things compounded of the elements. Let these principles be enough for thee. Let them always be fixed opinions. Think of how the seasons are maintained by certain processes. Imagine the changing colors and falling of the leaves in autumn. This is change, and it is necessary change. And this change is a sort of maintenance. Likewise, in our own lives, there are changes sometimes enormous ones, sometimes small ones, sometimes ones in between, but they are also a sort of maintenance which is moving us along our path. We age, we gain wrinkles, we change jobs, we perhaps have children, we lose loved ones, and we learn new things daily, and the world looks different every time we take the time to notice it. All of this change, whether we assent to believing it is good change or bad change, it is change. Change is natural, and therefore change is divine, and therefore something we should seek not to feel one way or the other about, but to instead adapt to and accept, even appreciate as an opportunity to be in alignment with the natural world, or in the case of the Stoics, the ancient Stoics, that which is divine. So what's the practical takeaway of this meditation? That we should choose to believe that which occurs naturally is in alignment with the divine order of the universe that we shouldn't complain about terrible weather, though we certainly might want to, but instead see it for what it is, nature doing what nature does. And isn't nature a beautiful thing? And is it not out of our power to control nature? Why should we be mad at that which is natural? And why should we lament our inability to control that which is natural? What good does it do? Does it not simply take us away from our focusing on those things we can control? From remembering the temporal nature of our lives? from staying focused on doing our human job? So if it is natural, it is divine. And if it is divine, we should learn to either adapt to it willingly or, if we can manage, love it instead of lament it.
Thank you for listening to this episode of Practical Stoicism. If you enjoyed it, if you learned something from it, consider leaving a review of this show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, or Podchaser.com. Again, if you'd like to get rid of ads and if you'd like to support the show, you can become a premium subscriber by going to stoicism.supercast.com and any support you can give, I would greatly appreciate. Thank you again for listening and until next time, take care. Take care.